Tesvavamabez, eight lines from the bottom at the two dots. Makaim Haya Sham Ama. So the uh, Kohen would walk into the building and there was a uh, place that was one Ama by one Ama, Tanarabanan. The Brisa, more brings now, goes for just over four lines. Forward quote, Umin Ha'afar Asher Yehia. Now the Pasuk says, from the dirt that is Asher Yehia. Uh, that is the Pasuk that's talking about taking the dirt that's going to be mixed with the water. Yochalai might think, Yitaken Mibachutz Ve'yachnis, that he can prepare some dirt outside and just carry it into the base English building, and then let's say it's in, I don't know, a cup, and then take it from the cup, that that would be enough. Talmud Laimar, no, no, the Pasuk says that the dirt has to be taken, two-word quote, Bekarkaha Mishkan. He has to take it from the dirt that's in the ground of the Mishkan. Now, we don't have a Mishkan anymore, we have a English, but some sort of uh, dirt that's in on the uh, ground of the Mikdash or the Mishkan, well, comma, says the Brisa, Ibekarka Mishkan, Yochol, does that mean like it always has to be from some of the dirt that's on the Mishkan floor? Maybe if there's no loose dirt, does that mean you have to bring like a shovel in, Yachbor Be Kardumais, that you should dug, dig some up with a shovel if that's what you need to do to get the dirt? No, Talmud Laimar, the Pasuk, did say, this is the same phrase that we started with, two word quote, Asher Yi, yeah, that happens to be. That doesn't sound like it necessarily started there. Ha, Ketzad. So what is required for the dirt that's going to be mixed in with the water? Yesh sham have. Ein sham, tain sham. If there is some dirt there, then bring the dirt from there. And if there isn't, then bring in some dirt, put it on the ground, and then lift it up again. Tanya, idach, we have another brysa. This brysa goes until the fifth line of Tessayinam Aleph. Quoting the same part of that pasuk, quote, four words, Umin ha'afar asher yihiyeh. Melamed, this comes to teach us, He would, if necessary, maybe prepare outside some dirt, u'machnes, and then bring in the dirt. Kama, when the pasuk says, two word quote, Bekarka mishkan, we have two isis over here. Here's the first, underline isi ben Yehuda, Oimer, he says, Lahavi, that Bekarka Hamishkan is coming to include the Karka of, and let's take out the next three words plus a letter of the base Oilamim. Uh, probably reads better if we just say that we're talking about the Karka base Oilamim. is the base of Mikdash building, whether it's the first base of Mikdash, second base of Mikdash, the third, hopefully soon in our days, base of Mikdash. Uh, that would include, because it says literally in the Karka of the Mishkan, Mishkan was the tabernacle that traveled with the Jews in the desert and then was kind of set up as a temporary basement dish for close to 400 years. Kama, Isi ben Menachem, underlined Isi ben Menachem, Aymer, Eino Tzarech, it's not necessary. Uma, Tuma, Kala, Loichalaka, when it comes to uh, lighter types of Tuma, like going in with Tuma Saguf, you're told, we're told that you can't do that, can't go into the Mishkan. Well, it also applies to the Mikdash. And there, the uh, punishment is not so significant. It's not Mises based in it's only Kares. Then Tumas Eishasish, if the issue is Tumas Eishasish, which is uh, something that's susceptible to the death penalty, Chamura, like Kolshkin, that there should be no distinctions between the Mishkan and the Mikdash. So just like you can take dirt 
have to take the dirt for the soto water from the Mishkan, so too, it's fine if you take it from the Mishkan. Im kein then why did the Pasuk say, quote, two words, Bekarka Mishkan? Well, to exclude the following, Shalo that you should not walk in, uh, let's say, with a box of dirt, and then take the dirt from that box and put it directly into the water. Rather, if you have to bring dirt from outside, take the dirt, put it onto the ground of the Mikdash, and then pick it up again. That's the end of the Brahisa. How about this? In Sham Afar, Afer. Let's say there is no dirt there. Would you be able to use ashes? In other words, are ashes a valid replacement for dirt if there's no dirt? Well, Aliba de Beishamai underline Beishamai, and two lines later, I underline the Beis Hillel. According to the Beishamai, is Loti Bailah. We're not even asking the question. Da'amri, because they hold Loimatsinu Afer Shikarui Afar. Oh, we don't ever have a precedent of ashes being referred to as dirt. And therefore, like for sure, according to the Beishamai, it would be not an option. Kiti Bailah, the question is Aliba de Beis Hillel. And I underline the Beis Hillel's Da'amri, they say you do have times, Matsinu. Afer shikarui afar. Sometimes when the Torah is talking about ashes, it refers to it as afar mai. According to the base hillos, what would we say? Colon, afagavdikri afar, even though sometimes ashes are called dirt, hacha over here, which uh, what, what we have over here is bekarka hamishkan ksiv. It says not only that it has to be um, afar, but it says specifically on the ground of the Mishkan, which and that clearly seems to come to exclude ashes, which are not on the ground of the Mishkan. Oh, Dilmar, maybe, hi, Bikarka Mishkan, maybe the Bikarka Mishkan turn is used to teach us like what one of the two ECs said in the Brysa we had about 10 lines ago, uh, which would be like, So which way is it? Well, Tashma, come and hear the following, which I believe, even though it's uh, quoted in the name of Atana, is not a Tanaic source. Rather, it was Rabbi Yochanan, the first generation Amora, who reported in the name of Rabbi Yishmael. Tashma, come and hear the Amar Rabbi Yochanan. I circled Rabbi Yochanan. Mishum Rabbi Yishmael. We'll box Rabbi Yishmael. He is a Tana. Bishloishim Mekaimais. Halacha Oikeves Mikra. There's three places where the Halacha. Okeves, it kind of like overtakes, it overrides, it, it uproots what the Pasuk says. And here are the three examples. Number one, Hatayra, I call this number one. One line directly below this is another Hatayra, that's number two. And another line below that is another Hatayra, that's number three. Hatayra Amra, when it comes to Kisui Adam, that is by a certain oh, uh, uh, animals that can be shechted, um, like a and you have to, after you slice the knife through the neck of the animal, you have to cover it with some uh, dirt, the blood that comes out. It says, afar, and it sounds like you have to cover it with dirt. And the truth is, halacha, bechol davar, that it would actually be acceptable to uh, cover with anything that can sort of uh, grow plants, like uh, bro- little tiny broken shards of uh, pottery or brick uh, or anything like that. Uh, secondly, Hatara Amra, the Torah says by a nausea, 
we had this just a few weeks ago. It says that uh, what is requ- uh, on the head is a tar, is a razor. The halacha and the halacha is bechol davar that it actually would include all um, things like maybe a uh, possibly a scissors or uh, hand plucking of hair. Um, even though the Torah itself literally said razor blade. Uh, finally, the third, Hatzar Amar, it says by a get, by when a husband divorces his wife, that he has to write the text of the get in a sefer, which literally means like uh, parchment, like we would write uh, mezuzahs or tefillin or sefer Torah on. And the truth is that the halacha is, Bechol, Dover, can be written on anything, um, even like, let's say, a piece of wood or a leaf. That's the end of the Tanaic source. And uh, how many things do we list? Three things. Ve'im isa. And if it's really so that afer ashes would also be kosher for the um, sota water mixture, lichshev nami hai, then it should have been a fourth category. It should have said that the Torah said only um, dirt, and you can also use ashes. And it didn't say that, so it must be you cannot use ashes. The Gemara says, well, not necessarily. It could well be that the list that we gave of three things is not complete. There's actually missing some things. Tana, some things were taught. The shear and other things were left out. Okay. Well, that's always a good answer as long as you could show that there were at least two things that were left out. So we're suggesting that one of the things that would be left out of the list, even though it would be the case, is when the Torah says by sota water that you... Have to use dirt. You could also use ashes. Well, umay shear, dahai shear. What else would have been left out of the list? Dahai shear, you could say that that was left out. Well, shear, you know, was left out. The mitzayra. Something about the mitzayra de sanya. We have a brisa. Now this brisa goes, let's see, uh, two, four, six, about seven, eight lines. And it's referring to the second um, hair shaving that is done by a... Um, Mitzayra. It says, And it is on the, I squiggle in the line, on the seventh day, that they have to shave all of his hair. That's a general term, uh, all hair. Klau. Kama. The Pasuk and Yuzan says, His, on his hair, on his head, his beard, and his eyebrows, those are specifics, uh, prat. He continues, and all of his hair he shall shave. That's a general term again. What do you have? A klalu pratu klal. You learn it similar to the prat. What's the unique feature of the prat? Maha prat mefurush, that it clearly indicates uh, hair on head, hair on face, eyebrows. Mokim kinus seyar. It's referring to a place that has a hair that is gathered together, lots of hair uh, growing in a similar place. Venera, and it can be seen. Af, kol makoim, kinus seyar, venera. Anywhere else where there is uh, lots of hair growing and it can be seen. Okay, uma, rabbi. What's included in that? Rabbi, seyar haraglayim. Seyar haraglayim is a nice way of saying pubic hair. If you imagine a person with any clothes on, the pubic hair is also often quite... Um, Bushy and can be seen. My miate, what would be excluded from this? Well, miate, debesa shechi, underarm hair, which is not necessarily 
So you know he's udekuligufa, and for that matter, on most of the body where it's not as uh, dense often as it is on the head or the beard. That is the Tanaic source. Seems like those areas don't have to be shaved. The Hilchasa, I double underlined the word Hilchasa, the Halach Sinai is Megaleach Kedalas, that the person has to be shaved, we'll say completely, including like uh, hair on, say, the arms and legs, uh, like a smooth pumpkin, basically. A Dalas is a pumpkin. De Tznan, for we have a Mishnah. Now, even though the previous Brisa was talking about the Tiglach Hashniya, the one, the second uh, hair shaving, which was done on the seventh day, this now is a Mishnah that's talking about the first Tiglachas that's done to the Mitzayra. Uh, quote of the Mishnah goes just over a line. It says, Baloi lahakif esha Mitzayra. If the uh, people administering what has to be done to the Mitzayra come to lahakif, would mean like to shave the whole thing. We usually use the term lahakif in the context of uh, payas issues, but here it means to shave all the hair off the body. Baloi lahakif esha Mitzayra. Ma'avir ta'ar. The um, blade has to be um, pulled over uh, or passed over. In other words, like shave off. S. Kol Bissarai. I. Dr. Lang Kol Bissarai. All of his uh, skin has to be hair, has to be removed. It'll be the legs, it'll be the arms. That's the end of the snake source connector. Vikatani Seifa. I squeal and the word Katani. Another little snake source. It says, Ubayoyim Hashvi'i. Oh. On the seventh day, so we're back to the seventh day. The first snakes we're talking about on the first day. This is now the second uh, hair shaving that takes place. And then you would have on the seventh day a similar uh, shaving. Okay. That is really a long point because that would be the case of the Mitzayra. No, that case is not considered a leave-out, which then gets us back to the original problem, because then what else is left out of the list of three things if this is not included? But we'll get to that in a minute. says, I called him number one. Two lines later, I underlined Rav Papa, I called him number two. And two lines below that, I underlined Rav Ashi and called him number three. So three ways the Gemara has to uh, reject this. First, says, Ki kachoshiv, no, no, no. The list of three things included things that were, this is a very specific phrase, halacha oikeves mikra. That's where the halacha, the practice of what we actually do, we can say oikeves may be uh, uproots or tramples what the Pasuk would have said. Whereas ha, in this case in of the Mitzvah, it doesn't okeves the Pasuk, rather oikeves it's only a drush derabona. It's not a mafurish pasuk. Rapapa is the second way to be bechalik and reject this. Rapapa Amar Kika Choshev, the the original list of things of the three examples where halacha uh, is a keves mikra, where we have Rabbi Shmuel about fifteen lines ago telling us is Kika Choshev halacha oikeves veoikeres. Here it's pretty clear. It's sort of like over. Rides and uproots, whereas ha, this situation by the Mitzvah, Oikeves Umoisephis, he doesn't uproot anything. It just tells that there's certain restrictions for the second haircut. Ravashi is a third approach. I don't Ravashi. Ravashi Amar, ha masnisa mani, 
who is the author of the Tanaic source that starts Hashfi? Should be about fifteen lines previously. Uh, who would be the Tanaic opinion behind that? Well, it would be Rabbi Yishmael, who darshins the entire Torah using Klali u Prati. Rabbi Yishmael, who was a Talmud of Nechunya ben Hakana, whenever there's a uh, phrases in the Torah to darshan, uh, it's always with a Klal Prat approach. Whereas, and we'll see, uh, Rabbi Kiva holds differently. Um, so it's Rabbi Yishmael, he who learns Klal Prati. Kedala'as, however, the other little Tanaic source that we had that says that you have to uh, do him, the one that says, uh, like a Dalas, that would be somebody else. In other words, the second Tanaic source, that's not Rabbi Shmuel, rather that's Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva goes not like Rabbi Benakana, but rather like Nachum Ish Gamzu, as far as his approach of general and specific terms in the Chomish. Uh, Dedorish, he learns it not as a Klaprat Limud, but rather as a Ribui Umiuti. Desanya, like we see in the following, Five line Tanaic source. The Pasuk says by the Mitzrayah, Vahaya Bayoim Hashfi, Yigalachas Kol Sarain. It shall be on the seventh day that you shave all of his hair. That is a Reba. That's a very inclusive term. Then the Pasuk continues for uh, another, let's see, two, four, six, seven words. Esroishoi, Esikon, and Vesgabasena. His head, his beard, his eyebrows. Those are specific terms that say miate. Uh, continues the pasuk and says four more words. Ves kol sara yigaleach or yigalach chaz of a riba. That's another ribui. That's a more inclusive term. Uh, riba or miate riba is what you have. What do you usually say? The end result of that is riba kol. It includes everything. My rabbi. What does it include? Rabbi dekulegulfe. Any hair anywhere in the body. Umay miate, well then what would be left to exclude? And you know what would be left to exclude? Miate, seyar, shebesayachachaitim. Those hairs that grow inside the nose, those hairs do not have to be shaven off. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, we really haven't concluded anything yet, and therefore the Gemara asks, uh, my Havi allow. Oh, like, what's going on? How, how is it then? Well, with our original question, do we have an answer? Well, Tashma, come in here, Dhamma Rav Hunabar Ashyamarav. He had said the following, Ein Sham Afar. Let's say there's no dirt there. You need to make the sota water. Uh, one of the ingredients is the Afar, and it's not there. Mevi Rakvuvis Yerek Umekadesh. So bring Rakvuvis Yerek, is, I, I think it's uh, when you have vegetables, and uh, they start to decay. It's that fuzzy, sort of dirt-like stuff that grows on them. Uh, use that. Now, the next two words are taken out. Rakvuvis Yerik, who dahavya afar. So if you don't have afar, you need some afar, bring some uh, decaying or decayed vegetation. However, afar, ashes, lo havya afar, would not be considered afar. So uh, as far as bringing ashes for the afar, for the soto water, it appears that the answer would be no. Said the Mishnah, you have enough dirt that it can be seen on the water. You have a brisa. Interesting, we had a brisa of three things on about this spot in Amadala, and here's another brisa of three things starting on 
uh, right here. But these are things that have to be seen, different procedures that the Torah talks about. All uh, three have to, so to speak, be seen. We'll see them right now. Colon. Number one, Afar Saita. Number two, Afer Para. Number three, Rok Yavama. Or those three things, the A for Sota is what we're talking about right now, the dirt of the Sota, you have to see it on the water. Uh, don't mix it in, uh, put enough there, make sure you can see it. The second is the A for Para, when you're making the Para Aduma uh, water mixture, you have to make sure that there are ashes that can be seen. And finally, the Reik Yavama, in a situation where a <coughs> husband and wife, the husband dies uh, childless, there are surviving brothers, the uh, surviving widow wants to do chalitza with one of these surviving brothers, and she has to spit as part of the procedure, and that spit has to be uh, discernible and has to be uh, significant enough to be seen. Mishum Rabbi Shmuel, I box Rabbi Shmuel, Amru. They said, Afdam Tzipor. Also, the blood of the bird that's being done as part of the Mitzara ceremony, when you have to uh, shaft the bird into the uh, the water, you have to be able to see the Dam Sipur. Okay, that's Rabbi Shmuel comes to add a, the Dam Sipur of the Mitzara. Ask the Gemara now, my time with Rabbi Shmuel, question mark, what is his reasoning? Why would he say that over there? Well, Dixiv, he says, the Pasuk tells us, V'taval uh, Oisam Badam Hatsipur, and you have to dip them into the blood of the bird. Badam. Okay? Now what does it mean? How do you dip it into the blood? Vitania, we have a rice that goes for three lines in a word and starts here. Badam says the puzzle. Yachal bedam I remember the blood had been from the uh, slaughtered bird. It's on some water. So maybe you have to dip it in the blood and not water. No. Tamalaymar, the Pasuk says Mayim. Well, if the Pesach said Mayim, Mayim, Yochob Mayim, Velo Badam, the other way, maybe just in the water and not in the blood. No, Tom Lamer, the Pesach also says Badam. So, Hakeitzad, how are you supposed to go about doing that? Is it in the blood? Is it in the water? Well, what you're supposed to do is maybe Mayim, to get the procedure going, you bring water. How much water? The amount of water should Dam Tzipur Nikar Bahen, that if a bird is uh, slaughtered, the blood would be discernible in that amount of water. A comma, what is the amount of that water? A revius. That's the end of the Tanaic source. The Rabbanan, we'll go back and forth between the Rabban and Rabbi Shmuel for a little while. I underline the Rabbanan, what would they do with this limud? They would tell you, ahu, legufa. No, you need this pasuk for the ikardin itself, the hachi kamarachmana. That's what the pus is telling you to do. What do you do as part of the mitzvah process? At bil dipit bidam ubemayim in blood and water, and you know that because the pus says blood. It says water. For Rabbi Shmuel, I know Rabbi Shmuel. Why can't you say that you're just using this for the gufe halacha? Well, because Rabbi Shmuel would tell you, Im Cain, if that's what it was coming to tell you, lichtav rachmana, let the pasuk have written v'taval bahem, and so you dip in them, and we know what we're talking about. We're talking about the water and the blood. When it went ahead and said it outright, quote two words, Bedamu Bemayim Lamali. Oh, that's to tell you something else. That's to tell you Le Nikr, that the blood has to be discernible uh, floating on the water. Virabonan and Nirabanan. What would they say to that? Well, they would tell you the following. E Kasavrahmana, if the Pasuk would have written, 
v'taval bahem, dip it in them, havamina, I would have thought that, what does that mean, dip it in them? You have some water, and then separately you have some blood. And each one maybe would be dipped in separately. Therefore, that's why the Pasuk had to write them together, that they should be together when it's dipped in. Rabbi Yishma, where does he know that? I know Rabbi Yishma, La'arvan. Oh, he'll tell you, there's another phrase over there. What does it say? It says, V'shachat es hatsipor. He'achas, and you uh, knife one of the one of the birds, and you're supposed to do that to the klicheres an mayim chayim verabanan. What would the rabbanan say to that? Isn't there another pasuk there? Well, the rabbanan would say e me hahu. If you're going to use the veshachadas hatzipor pasuk that was just used by Rabbi Shmuel, have I mean I would have thought that what are you supposed to do exactly with the bird and the water? Not over the kli, but near the kli. And then after you knife the neck and the blood is about to come shooting out, and pinch or hold tightly the uh, main blood uh, vessels that would be bringing the blood. And then receive the blood from the neck of the animal, in a different kli, a different vessel, that's what you would have thought, Kamash Malan, we don't say that. The following question, imagine if you have a huge bird, and you slaughter that type of bird, the, like the blood will just totally overpower the water, or Ketana, you have an incy pincy teeny weeny bird, and the blood of the tiny little bird gets sort of pushed off because there's so little blood. Mahu. So what we say about that? Either big bird or little bird. Amarle. So answers back. Rabzeris Rabirmia. Lava minalach. Haven't I said to you before, don't put yourself in the realm of something that is outside of the halacha. Why? Because the type of bird that you have to use is a seaboard drawer, the standard wild bird, that's what the Rabbanan said, is the bird to use, in which case, since there aren't very big seaboard drawers and there aren't very small seaboard drawers, you won't have any example of a one that's so big that it would just overpower the water, and you also don't have one that's so little, that it would get almost like disappear because of so much water. Well, Tanra Banan, the brings a brisa, one line. Says the brisa, hiktim, when it comes to a sota, you have to have water and then you put the afar in. Let's say hiktim afar, you put the dirt in first, the receptacle, and then added lemayim, uh, the water. Puzzle, that would be invalid. Whereas Rab Shimon, who we boxed, machshir. He said, no, that, that would be okay if you put the dirt first and then the water. That's the end of the Tanaic source. My time with Reb Shimon. Why did Reb Shimon say that? Well, Dixif, he'll tell you that the Pasuk says. Now, this is by Para Aduma, which was also an issue of uh, some sort of powdery stuff, like uh, the ashes and, and the water. It says, You should take for the uh, Tame person. This is uh, Para Aduma mixture. May Afar Strefas Hachatas from the. Uh, Hmm, Paraduma, and it says, uh, 
dirt, doesn't say ashes, doesn't say afer, it says afar with an ayin, of the burnt chatas, uh, that sounds usually get ashes from that. Tanya, we have a brisa that elaborates a little bit. The brisa goes for five lines, starts here. Amar Reb Shimon, I box Shimon's name again. Vechi, afar, who won second? But Midbar Yotez is talking about Paraduma. The passage we just quoted uses the term afer. It's not afer valoi. Excuse me, uses the term afar, which is dirt. It's not dirt. Haloi afer, who? It's ashes. The paraduma is burnt into ashes. Hmm, why did it call it afar? Oh, you know why? Says Rabbi Shimon, Shina HaKasubim The Pasuk used a different term, to tell you that you're supposed to learn Xerashav over here. Nemarkan, it says, by the para, even though para is clearly ashes, it's burnt paraduma, yet it uses the Afar term, and it says somewhere else, also Afar, oh, that would be the Sota water mixture. Malahalan, just like over there, Afar, it means dirt, Af Algabi Mayim, and you have to have the dirt on the water so that it's discernible that that's the dirt. Afkan, so too over here, by the Para, Aduma mixture, the Afar Algabi Mayim, the powdery sort of like solid stuff, this is getting mixed in, has to be on the water, in other words, water in the clay first, and then the powdery type of substance. Zuma kan, just like by para, hiktim, alfar lamayim kosher. If you, <coughs> by the paraduma, put the ashes in first and then the water, that's kosher. Aflahalan, so too by soita, hiktim, alfar lamayim. If you put the dirt in before the water and then put the water, it would be kosher. So that would be a ribshimin shita. How do we know over there? I mean, we're taking this as a given. That's what the Bryce has said. But how do we know that Afar first is okay? Well, Trey, Croy, Xivi. Because we have two psukim that seem to be a bit contradictory. Xivi on the one hand, it says, Alav on it, Alma, Afibaratia. That sounds like the ashes go first, then whatever else is added goes on top of it. Uxiv, Mayim Chaim El Keli that you have the water into the kli, sounds like, well, if there's water to kli, there's nothing else in the kli, it's the water, alma mayim that the water goes in first. So, ha keitzad, what do we do with this? Basically, it's optional. As far as that's concerned, for the paraduma, either one of the ingredients, the water or the ashes, can go in first. Kama, verabonan. Um, how did the rabbanan learn this? Well, when the Pasuk says that you have to put it El Keli, that's Dafka into the Kli. Alav, on it, that's telling you La Arvan. The way that you would put something else on something else if there's a liquid would be to mix the two of them. Aiveima Alav. Maybe Alav is Dafka, and El Keli is Shitechiusim Kli. Maybe the on it would be the specific term, and El Keli to the Kli is meaning that they're chiyusan bikli, that you can't really take it like from a spring via some secondary Kli and then use that Kli uh, to pour into another Kli that you're going to prepare this. So, and well, no, just like we find in other places, like by Sota, the machshir is the mali of the liquid, and then you put the, in the case of the sota, put the ashes, the um, dirt on top. Afkan, sotu over here, by the para aduma, that which makes the water effective is the machshir, is the ashes of the para, 
Lamala, that's what goes on top. Adkan.